Attention men, are you wanting to break free from porn or other unwanted sexual behaviors, but finding it seemingly impossible to quit? If so, we can help. My name is Jonathan Darty, the founder of Gateway to Freedom. This three-day workshop is for any man who wants to overcome any kind of unwanted sexual behavior. So whether you're married, single, or divorced, this powerful and proven intensive weekend will help you uncover what is at the root of your struggle and discover the man God always created you to be. Space is limited, so call us today at 210-822-8201 to register. That's 210-822-8201 or visit bebroken.org slash gtf. Good day, listeners. Jonathan Darty here with the first in a four-part series of podcasts that we are airing the rest of this week on the Pure Sex Radio program. Earlier this year, I had today's guest, Matt Winger, Clinical Director of Boulder Recovery, on the program, and we touched on the four elements of whole man recovery, intellectual, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And I thought it was so good that we should dedicate four separate podcasts to break down and dig deeper into these four elements. Today is part one in the series, and we will explore the intellectual element of whole man recovery. In each part of the series, we will attempt to answer the following questions. One, what is the element? Two, what effect does it have on addiction, on relationships, on identity? Three, how does recovery address this element? And four, what might health and wholeness look like for this element in one's life? To learn more about Matt and Boulder Recovery, visit boulderrecovery.com. For additional resources for men, visit bebroken.org men or check out links in today's show notes. And would you please rate and review the podcast after listening because this helps others to find it. Pure Sex Radio is produced by Be Broken Ministries. Be Broken's mission is to help men, women, and families move from sexual brokenness to wholeness in Christ and equip others to do the same. Now, let's explore this first element of whole man recovery with Matt. Well, all right, Matt Winger, welcome back to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm excited about this. So um, listeners, viewers, we are going to be doing kind of a little four-part mini-series here with Matt to to kind of talk about the key elements um, of the self that need to be addressed when dealing with recovery from sexual addiction issues. So Matt, why don't you just very briefly share with us what the four elements are, and then we're going to spend this first session talking about the intellectual part of the self. Sure. Um, so the four parts that um, I, I encounter when I work with Christian men in sex addiction and porn addiction recovery, and I think the Bible brings this into really stark clarity, is um, the physical. Okay, so our physical body, our intellectual or our mind and the way that we think and perceive our reality, our emotions, how we feel, um, and our spiritual part. So, right, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual, that spiritual part being um, our soul or the thing that looks out through our eyeballs, whatever you want to you call it. Yeah. And so what we're going to try to do in these sessions is um, is ask the same questions of each of these elements in order to try to better understand how they all kind of fit together. And then what does that look like overall in addressing these throughout a recovery journey? So thinking about the intellectual self, the intellectual 
part of the self. How would you go about defining that? Like, what is it? What What is the intellectual self? Sure. Um, great question. The intellectual self, as I understand it, is, you know, the part of us that thinks about, you know, what it is that we're doing, our level of consciousness, you might say, like what um, we are uh, aware of that's going on around us, the way we take in data, the way that we perceive um, that data and the way we make decisions about it. You know, it's not that far removed from what we would understand as our, our mind or the way that our brain is functioning. Um, distinct from our spirit, distinct from our physical in, so, in some regards, because I can consciously think about what my brain is doing, right? So I have a level of objectivity over that. Over that. Um, so it's distinct enough from the physical to be our intellect or our mind, um, not synonymous with the brain, but very close to it. Yeah. And so how can this aspect of the self um, become broken or distorted in our lives, especially as we are growing up through childhood and into adulthood? Um, how can the intellectual self be broken? Yeah. Well, um, you know, we're going to talk about the physical in a second, right? But the physical is that foundational piece of, you know, the actual brain itself and how those things can be distorted. The, the, the firing of the brain itself, the physical firing of the, the neurons be distorted by trauma, right? But the, but the, the next step in that is that intellectual, my ability to make good decisions, my ability to um, logically uh, arrive at decisions and to make choices that are in my best interest, not decisions that I um, uh, feel an urgency to make, not decisions that are reactive, but decisions that are actually in my long-term best interest. And we know that addiction is a decision that seems urgent. A response to addiction feels compulsive or compelling but it's not in my best interest. It's in the long term. It's going to continue to ruin my life. And if I'm in my best thinking, then I'm not going to make that decision. So the main way that our intellect is distorted in addiction is the inability to make um, decisions that are in our best interest. In, in our best interest includes the interest of people that we care about. And our, you know, our wives and partners, our kids, our community, all those things are contained because it's in my best interest to have a healthy marriage, to have a healthy relationship with my kids, to have a healthy relationship to my community and the people closest to me. But what addiction does to my intellect is it distorts it. It makes it about my survival. It makes it about um, meeting my needs and it makes puts me at the center of my reality in a way that some people might consider narcissistic, but is really just a reflection of how I'm now going to get my needs met because I didn't get them met at all when I was younger. So it kind of places me in the center of my world. Yeah. And then, so how then does that distortion of the intellect or that, that brokenness of the, of thinking have an effect on things like one's identity or, relationships you mentioned a little bit about relationships and and also even how does that distortion lend itself then to developing an addiction 
Well, yeah, if, if, if I am incorrectly perceiving through my intellect that my environment is dangerous or threatening or unbearable for one reason or the next, then I'm going to make decisions to cope with that through whatever means that I have availed myself to. And for, for people that are struggling with sex addiction, that's porn and masturbation and, um, you know, acting out in a litany of, of ways. Right. And now the direct effect on my relationships is not always readily apparent, right? Cause a lot of times you can have this kind of, um, dividing line between what's going on in my addiction and what's going on in what a lot of guys call it real life or something like that, where people don't yet know what it is that they're doing. They're not aware of the damage yet until they get caught of, of what it is that they're doing. You and I know that they're doing damage to themselves. They're doing damage to their, their own body and their own brain and their own spirit when they behave in these things or behave in these ways, but they're not yet aware of it. So that broken intellect, that inability to see that train coming, that it's going to run me over and it's going to run my family over. It's going to run my life over that. Over time, it's going to eliminate my ability to feel empathy. It's going to be eliminate the ability to connect with consequences in a real way. Um, And I'm not going to be, and this is an emotional piece that we can talk about later, but like, I'm not really going to be connected to um, the people in my life if I'm making my decisions intellectually or I'm perceiving my world intellectually um, as a as a as a survival or a, a zero-sum game like I'm gonna get my needs met or I'm not or, or somebody else is gonna get their needs met or I am it's zero-sum only one person's gonna get their needs met here which um, yeah which this is the part that I think a lot of guys struggle with the most. I wouldn't say the most, but they struggle with a lot because so many problems in our world can be dealt with intellectually. We've set it up in such a way where, where we can solve money problems. We can solve, sometimes we can solve relationship problems. Sometimes we can solve, you know, crises just purely by intellect and making good decisions in the moment. This is one of those things that there's a limit to what our intellect can do to help us in recovery. But, um, yeah. So let's talk now then about how does, how does recovery actually address then the issue of the broken intellect, the issue of this distortion that's happened in our thinking, how does recovery help to transform that? Yeah. And I think it's helpful to to say first, like what it, it, what are the limitations of the intellect before like how do we heal it and 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 leverage it because because we're set up to find success in america through the power of intellect guys see this um you know dichotomy where i can be super successful over here by just the force of my intellect right and i'm smarter than everybody else and i try harder than everybody else and i'm, I'm i can make a lot of money doing this or that and they come to addiction and they're like i can't think my way out of this I'm going to try really, really hard, but I'm, uh, and, and maybe that's where they've been stuck for years or maybe even decades trying to think their way or think rightly about their addiction to try to find recovery. 
what we actually have to do, I believe, in real recovery is first bypass the intellect to get to the heart and get to the spirit and then renew the intellect so that it can be used uh, in service of recovery. And by that, I mean um, making choices that reflect my long-term goals. And what we, we talk about in our program, bring in your frontal lobe. And your frontal lobe is where all your best decisions are made. The lower brain is where you make all your fight or flight decisions or your kind of shut down decisions. Like I'm going to withdraw or I'm going to run away or, you know, uh, freeze responses versus fight or flight responses. All these are happening back here in my lower brain. What I want to be able to do is function out of here in my frontal lobe where I can think through consequences and things like that. So, but first I have to do my deep trauma work so that I can have access to that part of my brain when I'm feeling stressed or triggered. Yeah. And as we, as we kind of wrap up this part, this element of these four elements we're going to be talking about, um, what might it look like? What might health and wholeness look like for a man's intellect? Mm-hmm. Uh, almost how could you cast a vision for a guy who is maybe starting to realize, Hey, you know what? My thinking has been off or I'm, I, I've tried to think my way out of my addiction and it hasn't worked. What does it look like when we are starting to exist in wholeness and and health in our thinking and in our intellect? Yeah. Well, none of these elements of what it means to be a human can exist on their own. I think for a lot of men, intellect is the thing that they think can exist on its own more so than the other four or the other three. And so this one, and therefore that one's, this one's the hardest to take down that my intellect has to be informed by my emotions. It has to be informed by my spirit. Okay. It has to, um, exist alongside my physical. I have to, um, I have to connect it with its brothers, with its friends. And that's the only way it's going to function healthily that I'm so used to trying to be smarter than other people. I'm so used to trying to manipulate other people. I'm so used to using my intellect in ways that to dominate and control and think my way out of things that, man, I really have to harness this. But when I am able to do that and have my intellect informed by my emotions and have it be informed by my connection with God, um, then, man, that then, then I'm free to, f- to think through my feelings, right? to think about my feelings. I'm free to, to consume recovery resources, you know, books and, and journals and workbooks and all of those things that we can learn about our, uh, how addiction works. We can learn about synapses and brain chemistry, and I can learn about trauma, and I can leverage my intellect to gain knowledge that's going to be useful for me when I apply it correctly in my life, not as a way out of my addiction, but as a supplement to it. And each one of these pieces, Jonathan, is also includes intimacy. So I can have physical intimacy, intellectual intimacy, emotional intimacy, and spiritual intimacy in my life. I can experience those things. And so a renewed and hold, whole intellectual intimacy is my ability to to dream and to philosophize and to question and um, be drawn in my spirit to a deeper desire 
um, and connection with my reality. That's happening in my intellect, in a renewed intellect. Um, it's kind of an intellect on an adventure, you know, rather than one that's trying to wrangle everything to the ground. That's good. Well, we are done with this session. So, um, Matt, why don't you share with our listeners uh, where guys can go if uh, they want to get further help on really diving deep into whole man recovery and what does it look like for them to really be transformed? Yeah. You know, at Boulder Recovery, it's our 14 day Christian men's uh, porn and sex addiction recovery program. It's a trauma-based program that is designed to help you connect with God, with yourself, with your family, with others. Um, And our, you know, theory of that is this whole man renewal that we're talking about and and addressing trauma at all four stages of of what it means to be human, the physical, the intellectual, the emotional, and the spiritual, and finding renewal for each one of those things and getting guys started with a lot of momentum in their recovery. So if you're interested in learning more about that and kind of the integration of clinical and spiritual work, um, that's boulderrecovery.com is the place to go. Awesome. Well, Matt, thanks for being with us. And uh, we look forward to the next session that we're going to have with you and listeners. We're always glad you're with us and we look forward to seeing you back here again next time. There's three more sessions for us to go on this uh, dealing with the the four elements of the self um, as it pertains to whole man recovery. So please join us again for that. Thanks. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.